G'day, dorks, and welcome in to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me is the fantastic co-host of the What's Your Obsession podcast. It's my best friend, Callum. How are you, buddy? Yo, yo, I'm so happy to be back on um, Lords of Dorktown, you know, like, man, just when you when you were like, um, you know, just the in, when you're doing the intro, I was literally like, I'm so used to hearing you do the um, What's Your Obsession one <laughs> that I was like about to come in and like how I usually come in on our, um, our pod. <laughs> But I've got to be like, hey, hey, I'm the guest here, man. I, I gotta, I gotta take a step back. I gotta let the pro do his thing, you know. Ah, oh, brother, yeah, um, yeah. You, you are the co-host of the What's Your Obsession podcast, and that is, that is our other podcast. We should put a little fucking plug in up at the top. We do another yeah. podcast called What's Your Obsession. It's not about anime, cartoons, or video games. No. Um, I actually don't know what it's about anymore. No. In all honesty, we're like forty episodes in, and it's it's. I think it's just about the yarns, brother. Yeah, we come in with like we. I mean, we're obsessed boys, and hey, sometimes we are. Sometimes we do talk about um anime, um because it's just what we're obsessed I with at the have, moment. Yeah. But yeah, so we usually come in with a quick little like what we're obsessed with, and then it's just the boys yarning, um just mm. about everyday life. We bring up some stories. We bring in some guests. We've just had some special guests on. Yeah, I think uh, Jay Rowe, friend of the show, was on a recent mm-hmm. episode that was um, rated R for smutty because that episode was fucking yeah. smutty as shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah, though. yeah. That we um, it was a. I think we forgot that we were recording ourselves, <laughs> and it was like a classic. Um, the three of us yarn, or how all of us boys yarn, and we happened to record it. So anyway, I'm pretty sure I admitted to masturbating to George W. Bush in that episode. Mm. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a secret. I, I haven't even told my wife that. And so this is what is crazy. Like, <laughs> I think we spilt more on this sober episode than we did on the drinking, like, drink review episodes. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, What's Your Obsession really did start on Dorktown, if you think about it. Yeah, Back in did. the days of Bottolo episodes. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I mean, we started Bottolo episodes and then just spun it off into another podcast and... Yeah, man. I mean, those drinking episodes we did on What's Your Obsession and on Dorktown... I don't think we ever did any, like, kind of spill-the-bean story confessional no. things because we were just fucking drunk, man. We were so drunk, so loud. Yeah. It was yeah. just nonsense, hey? Yeah, it definitely was. But no, good times, but yeah, like I said, yeah. So if you if you like um, hearing us two have a little bit of a yarn, go on, yeah. Go and have a little listen. Um, yeah, we've got we've got a few... Um, yeah, like I said, they're all, like Phil was saying, they're all a little bit different. Um, pick and choose. Maybe, yeah, you yeah, can man. tell us what you're obsessed just, with and just get, get involved. 100%, 100%. It's, um, it's the easiest podcast I ever record because it is, there's no research whatsoever. It's yeah. just a fucking, it's just yarns, it's just talks, and um, I think you should go listen to it, uh, dorks. I think you'll get a, a bit of a kick out of it. There'll be a link in the show notes below for that podcast. Obviously, I'll put all that shit in there. I'll do the the right thing. Yes, sir. But we are not here to talk about what's your obsession. We are here to talk about 
the Super Mario Brothers movie coming out in April 2023. We recently did, uh, we ha- we had a teaser trailer a few months ago, and we just yep. got another trailer, a much longer and in depth trailer mm-hmm. coming out now. I'm I'm going to take a stab in the dark, brother, and say you've watched the trailers. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I'm also going to take a stab in the dark and say, at some point in your life, you've played a Mario game. Oh yes, I have. I've played I've played <laughs> so, a lot with you. I've played a lot of Mario Kart with you. Dude, we've played a bunch of Mario Kart. Man, we should do another Mario Kart tournament. Kart, Those nights yeah. were fun. Mm-hmm. It's like the only game I can dominate at too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good game. I mean, but no, yeah, I've, it is a good yeah, game. I. I, Nintendo 64 is still, hands down, in my eyes, the best console ever. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm in... looking at one right... I'm looking at yeah. one right now. It's I beautiful. It's fucking I beautiful. absolutely love them. And one of the... And a fond memory I have is actually playing your wife's one when we were growing up. Like, they, she had one down the road. I never had one, but we'd go and play, you know, like, GoldenEye or... Mar- like just Mario Kart. Mario Kart on, the, on 64... Still slaps. Mm, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I was never a GoldenEye guy on the sixty-four. Like I had a sixty-four growing up. Mm. It was like the first console we ever got, and then we 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 got we got a console like a family console thing. It was a hand-me-down of one of my brother's friends. I'm pretty sure, and it broke or something like that. And we didn't have one for a few years. Yeah, and then and then I got like. And this was before the days of like Facebook Marketplace. I saw, uh, like, a, a, you know, those notice boards in like regional shopping centers, which oh, yeah. is like a cork board with a bunch of ads pinned up on it. There was a, yep. must have been an old lady or something. I, I can barely remember. But there was a lady who was selling uh, Nintendo consoles. It was literally just like, I remember the piece of paper. It was just um, for sale, various Nintendo consoles, $300. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm. And, I can't remember how I got the money. That's I, I think a fair bit of that's a fair bit of dosh. It was a it was a fair bit of dosh. I can't. I'm, I must have split it with my brother or something. But it was in the bundle. It was uh, Nintendo sixty four, four controllers, and like four games. I think it was Super Smash, yep. Zelda, Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. um, Pokemon Stadium one, and Mario Kart, and also. There was a GameCube in there with two games, okay. and it was Mario Kart Double Dash and uh, Super Mario Sunshine, I think. And man, I played the shit out of that Nintendo sixty four and the GameCube. Man, I was like one of the only kids in my school who had a GameCube. It was the best. God, yeah, I see, I, I don't band. think I ever played a GameCube. I'm pretty sure Elise grew up like having a GameCube, but um, yeah, I never kind of got on that. But just the sixty four, like I said, um. Yeah, they were just it was just like and Mario Party and just all the Mario games I loved. Oh yeah, Mario Party was sick, man. Mm. Those mini games, like just doing yeah, those mini man. games, mm-hmm. man, that went hard, dude. I remember, I remember we were playing um, the Mario Party. I can't remember which one it is, but it was one of the ones where you had to press A as quickly as you can to. I think it was like pump up a balloon or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And as soon as that mini game come up, we would pause it or run to the kitchen and get a spoon and get the spoon and just rub it over the A button back and forth really quickly uh, to try and mash it. Yeah. And fucked every single controller we ever had with that. <laughs> <Hard> <laughs> out. Fucking ruined them. But this is what's crazy. Those old school 64, con- like those controllers 
they they do stand like they stand up like you you know you could still buy a second hand one and like from just thrashing them that like they they built them pretty hearty for yeah man i mean i've got what they were back in the day like they're pretty like just plasticky but like i've got i've got four uh, four three three controllers i have Mm-hmm. And like I can see, like they're across the room, but I can see just from looking at them that none of the joysticks have any tension in them. They're all sagging so low. Oh yeah, that oh, middle yeah. joystick is just fucking busted. from just when you're just like rubbing him around and just like smash, smash, smash. Oh, there's like um, uh, there was that mini game in Pokemon Stadium too, where you've got to um, mm. uh, like swivel the swivel the joystick round and round, and that just buckled every controller. Hey, yeah, like those mini games were just <laughs> designed to break controllers. Hey, and so jo- and John Rowe, friend of the show. I think we've talked about this on either Dorktown or What's Your Obsession, but I'll say it again anyway. But um, whenever we like when growing up, like when we were teenagers, we'd we'd bust it out every now and again. And do you remember Flash? Um, would uh would play the Pokemon Stadium like mini games and the one yeah, where there's yeah. a conveyor belt and you have to pick up you have to the Snorlax are like going through or something you need uh, to pick uh, up uh, Licky Tongue it was Licky Tongue oh, and you had to go through it? and like lick them was it Licky and yeah no, it was a sushi it, train no it's one I think it's a different one where you have to pick up like bags and you have to go past the Snorlax and put it onto a conveyor oh belt. yeah um uh Deli Bird Deli Bird your little yes, bird yeah. with a sack on its back yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and um picking up. Yeah, Flash was so good at it, and he used to <laughs> he used to like um like fuck over John so hard. Like he'd like get oh, push him into things, and then John would every time, bro, just towards the end, he'd quickly go over and reset reset it, <laughs> so Flash wouldn't win. And Flash, fuck, and, man, yeah, John would just lose That's... it, bro. And every, and then he'd be like, would that true? You know, like make truce, and then we'd do it again. And then Flash just at the end would like like push him into something so he'd lose all his stuff and John would be like fuck this reset it <laughs> oh dude man so John good. Rowe is just has the mo- like his base level of anger is like 98% like he's at 98% every day of his life and all it takes is just the slightest little inconvenience and he ticks over to fucking full blown angry oh, John hey I love it eh? We're oh so- dude there was, classic there was nothing f- nothing funnier when we were teenagers than slamming John Rowe's boot. It was the funniest thing because every time you'd get a rise out of him. Every time. He could be, he could have like post-nut clarity, like just wanked or just had sex, be, you know, a little bit buzzed, you know, faded, just in a really good space and you could slightly close his boot too hard and he would be angry for about four hours. It's truly uh, beautiful stuff, yeah. man. Nah, it was pretty funny. But yeah, Flash was so good at that Pokemon mini game. Like I said, he could just he he would have put so much time into it, bro. He just knew how to like get anyone. You play again, you couldn't win any of the games. Mm. There was one Pokemon mini game that I was absolutely dominant at, and that was the um the um what is it? Is it yeah the Sandshrew dig where you've got to go L R L R L R L R like left to right, left to right, and he digs down. Yeah. And the first one to like hit the water and fall like I was so dominant at that man. Oh, that no. was like, dude, if that was a an Olympic game, I'd I'd be bringing home gold every four years. Like no way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, absolute domination. <laughs> Hard out, bro. So yeah. Hey, so, hey. so yeah, no, like I've def yeah I've I've. I've loved it. Eh? I've always loved Mario stuff. Like it's definitely my go-to. It's why I bought a Nintendo um, Switch. You know, pretty much just for Mario. Yeah, Kart. man. Like I love it. I mean, definitely. I think definitely our generation. Like yeah, the generation 
you know, mid-20s to mid-30s, Mario is ridiculously nostalgic. I mean, there's been a big, brand new, amazing... Oh, excuse me. The fucking Coke's sneaking up on me already. There's been a big, brand new, amazing, you know, Mario game every couple of years that's dragged us in. Like, I don't know how much of the the modern Mario games you've played, like Galaxy or... Or Odyssey or anything like that, but man, these like the new Mario games that came out on the Switch are fucking amazing. Like Odyssey mm. is so good. I spent, I probably have spent more time watching speedruns of Mario Odyssey than ever playing it. It's such a yeah. fantastic game to watch. Hey, yeah, hard out. So it's- just just knowing how nostalgic this is, uh, like Mario is for for our entire generation and you know the generation above us and basically the generation below us too. There's a, Mario spans like three entire generations for nostalgia, which is crazy. Um, this movie's got a lot to live up to, like a massive amount yeah. to live oh, up to. Yeah, hard out. And I mean, it's a it's like a well-known thing that, you know, video game movies don't really ever do well. I mean, the Sonic movies are pretty good. I don't know if you've seen those two new Sonic no, movies. I haven't. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one's pretty good. Is it? But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, not, it's, it's... I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but our tastes in mu- movies are very different. <laughs> if you, if yeah, if go, go and listen to a What's Your Obsession episode, we go into yeah. that. We, we watch each other's favorite movies, so oh, it looks yeah, shit I do to me the Sonic one. I do have trash taste. The, oh, the the saving grace of the Sonic movie is Jim Carrey because he's doing like Jim Carrey Ace Ventura, like that is the level mm. of like acting okay, so he's putting into it. It's okay, like it's okay. He's he's going ham. He's Doctor Egg and he's um, Doctor Eggman, and he's doing a fantastic job. Like, m- there's a there's a scene where he's like dancing in a in a in the back of his like workstation truck, and he's dancing like a T Rex, and it's like it's peak Jim Carrey, man. Okay, it's like the Jim Carrey that we grew up with, and not the weird artist that made that. Did you remember that Jim Carrey movie tw- uh, number twenty three? That yeah, I, f- I feel like that movie was. What, I feel like that movie would have wigged you out more than anyone else I know. I feel like you would have been susceptible to like walking around for like a week of your life and just seeing the number 23 everywhere and having like a mental breakdown. Um, yeah, but it, instead it was 69. Apparently, like I was <laughs> like, I saw 69 everywhere, bro. <laughs> I saw it everywhere. Like it was a brief stage that just 69 was everywhere. So funny to be haunted by the number 69. <laughs> No, oh, but I quite kind of liked it, but I was also like, "Holy shit, this is actually everywhere." The more you start looking mm. into it, but yeah, yeah, no. What? So what was it again? Because I get that movie, like so the, that movie and another one in a hotel where they get trapped in a hotel. It's like a haunted one. So what is it? Jim Carrey just keeps uh, seeing twenty three everywhere. Yeah, I, I man, I haven't watched it. I've in watched ages. it ages, dude. This is this is gonna this. You'll, you're the only one who'll understand this bit of the story, but I watched the number 23 movie with friend of the show, Odin, and his and his parents, who are both, mm-hmm. you know, pretty out there thinkers. And the whole time I was watching this movie, they were both commentating it, but just being like, oh man, this is, this is amazing. This is like... This is like an inside of a of an artist's mind, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so like that movie was such a watching that movie was a, a crazy experience. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at the plot synopsis here. So Walter Sparrow is an animal control officer married to Agatha. Okay, so he finds uh, a book titled The Number Twenty Three, 
Um, and it states uh, he rants and becomes obsessed with the number 23, saying that it rules the world. Um, and then, oh, my God. Becomes obsessed with the 23 enigma. He becomes obsessed with the 23 enigma. The idea that all accidents, events, and deadly connection uh, are directly connected to the number 23. Uh, and then, oh, this plot synopsis is literally a novel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember none of this from this movie. Yeah. All I remember is Jim Carrey is very serious and he's scared of the number 23 and he sees it everywhere he goes. Yeah, and I kind of remember the cover of the, like, well, one of the DVDs or videos, he had it scratched into his head or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like a black and white photo, like a close-up of Jim Carrey's face, and there's just the letter, tw- the number 23 written all over his face. Anyway. Oh, it's not scratched into it. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, how did we get to the number 23? That's fucking amazing. <laughs> this is, oh, man, I just felt like we are on a, another episode of what, yeah, what's your obsession? I know, right? <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Oh, we're so bad at staying on track. But anyway, yeah. video game movies. Mm. Sonic is the probably the only one I can think of that's passable. I mean, those two Sonic movies did really well in the box office. They yep. were critically pretty well received, and yeah, I haven't seen the second one, but that first one was it was it was a hoot, man. I really okay. enjoyed it. I'll go so and give it a go. you know, there has been a few movies that have you know broken the curse of the video game adaptation, but I still think. As a whole, video game adaptations are a pretty risky movie idea. Yeah. And I, I feel like the Super Mario Brothers movie, the new one, is is looks like it's going to be pretty good, but I mm-hmm. have some pretty big reservations. And I think my biggest reservation so far is the voice actor for, oh, for Mario. Fuck me. I'm so happy you're talking about this, bro. Like, what? When I, it's, when I saw... Yeah. The casting, I was like, what the fuck? Here's the thing, like, oh, Chris Pratt, man, like, I loved him, Parks and Rec, like, back when he was fat, not, sorry, fat, probably shouldn't say that, when he was chubby. No, he was fat. No, as a, as a member of the fat community, you can call him fat. But I mean, I'll, I still, I'll, yeah. I'll, I, I'll give you that pass, brother. Shame people. But yeah, he was just a bit bigger. Then when he went super Hollywood and he's got super ripped, he, like, after the Jurassic Park movies... Yeah, I just feel like he just turned into a bit of a bit of a wanker in my eyes. He's a he massive probably... douche. Yeah. He's such a douche, man. Mm. I I'm the exact same. I loved Parks and Rec and I thought like Andy in Parks and Rec is probably yeah. the funniest character in that show. Yeah. Love Andy him. and April Absolutely. together are just fucking amazing. And even even towards the end of Parks and Rec, you know, when Chris Pratt goes all Hollywood and he, he you know, yeah. you see him, he's lost a bunch of weight mm-hmm. and he's, you know, he's got a bit more confidence about himself. I, I don't know if it's confidence or arrogance, but yeah, like he's still kind of holding it together by the ends of Parks and Rec. But yeah, I, I don't think I've really liked a movie he's been in. Like he's probably the worst part of Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Like I like those movies, but I think his portrayal of Star-Lord is just fucking irritating most of the time. Yeah, true. But yeah, like, I, I don't like him in Jurassic Park. I like I like those movies, but I think he's the worst part of them. Um, I'm just trying to think if he's done a movie I've I've ever really liked. Um, oh, okay. He was in Moneyball, which is one of my favourite movies of all time. I forgot about that. But okay. that's, he's a supporting character. And, you know, Moneyball's a movie about math and baseball. So, you know, I, I kind of love it. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty good. Right, right but apart from that, 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, he was in the Lego movie. He was the main voice oh, actor yeah. in the Lego movie. True. That's kind of bad. I don't really like that. Yeah, so... Oh, dude. Uh, I don't know how Dude, how he's he playing Garfield. He's playing Garfield in the Garfield movie. Oh, really? Oh, fuck like, that's you, what I mean. Like, who, like, is it... Like, what? Like, why did they why? pick him to be Mario? Like, who Do you remember- signed that off? Do you remember the last? Sorry, I'm still, I'm still, on, I'm still on Garfield because that just fucking blew my mind. Do you remember the last Garfield movie? Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched we it, young. but it's voiced by it's voiced by Bill Murray, and it's fucking amazing. Bill Murray do, mm. like fucking yups up the the voice acting for Garfield like nobody's business. That Garfield movie is a rare gem of the early, yeah, say two thousands. Yeah, that that was and that was a Chris while Pratt. ago. Fuck, I hate Chris Pratt, but the. Okay, so getting back to, to the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I think they have absolutely nailed the casting for 99% of this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I truly do. Like, Jack Black as Bowser, fantastic. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Literally perfect. Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. loving it. That That's mm-hmm. mm, great. Charlie Day as Luigi, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, that's that's amazing. And Anna Taylor-Joy, uh, Anna... Anya Taylor Joy as Peach is yep. is perfect, really yep. good. It's mm-hmm. crazy to me that they made all these right decisions, but then gave Mario to Chris Pat. I, I just what, don't get it. What about uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong? Yeah, so good, right? Mm, so yeah. good. And uh, Keegan, is it Keegan Peel? Which one? Which one is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Keegan Michael Key. Sorry. Yeah, uh, as Toad. Yes, yeah, perfect. So good. Love mm-hmm. it. Absolutely love it. But I, I'm just dumbfounded by, with the decision to put Chris Pratt in the Super Mario's Brothers. And I think it's pretty mm. obvious that he will be the worst part of this movie. Because the two trailers we've seen, everything else looks fucking amazing. I mean, these movies look really good. Yeah. What was I'm your vibe ex- from the trailers? Oh, like, well, the so the teaser trailer... Like Bowser, man, like he looks scary, man. Like oh, that yeah, big, real the big kind of like ship or whatever he comes in. And you're like, and how powerful he is where he just mm. deletes that, those little penguin. I don't even know what those little penguin things are called. Yeah, dude. I, um, oh. Are they yeah, in games uh, or, they, or are they in the new games? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in a few of the games. I can't really. Tiny oh, are little... they in the games though? I don't think. Yeah. I'm sure they're, they're probably. They uh, yeah, must they've be. definitely. But They've definitely been in a games, but I just can't remember anything about them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the Seth Rogen. Ah, uh, not sorry. The Jack Black Bowser is is truly a terrifying villain, but it's also voiced by Jack Black, so it's like everything he says is kind of still funny in a way. Like I don't know, Jack Black's got that. Jack Black's still got that power over me. Like I think yeah. he will always just be that really lovable guy from the School of Rock, and I don't think that's ever going to change for me. You know what I mean? Like my first impression of Jack Black was the School of Rock, which is like one of the mm-hmm. best movies ever made, and then followed it up by the Tenacious D movie, which is a movie yeah. I've watched, a movie I've watched a countless times, but remember seeing absolutely zero of it because I've mm-hmm. always been mm-hmm. absolutely high off my tits when I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Correct, Amundo. But um, but I think, but I think that's perfect for Bowser because he is like this is in the Mario world, so he shouldn't be crazy scary because. No, in a lot of the games, he's the bad guy, but like Mario Kart and stuff, he's 
like you're racing with him and stuff. I kind of like the idea that he's like scary, but also like a bit goofy. I don't know. To me, I think that works. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, 100% agree with you. But I, I hate think, Bowser, I man. Think... I hate any of his tracks on Mario Kart. I hate them. Oh, really? Bowser's Castle in uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is an amazing track. I love it. The I one hate, where it's I like... Um... I hate them. Oh, really? Dude, my least favorite maps on Mario Kart are just... It's it's so basic, but it's always Rainbow Road. I fucking hate Rainbow Road. Why wouldn't... Mm. It's, <laughs> it's a fucking trash course for trash people. Mm. I fucking hate it so much. That and the uh, ghost boardwalk in Mario Kart oh, 64. Fuck that yeah. track. Fuck that track forever. Mm. Oh, I hate that track, dude, man. There's so many... It's like... I have so many vivid memories of coming first in Mario Kart on that track and then just making the wrong turn and just fucking ending up in the drink <laughs> and then yeah, and then crawling my way back up to first place and then ending up in the drink again. Like, it's just the worst, man. Fuck that track. Mm-hmm. But, but um, yeah, so- we even got to see a little bit of the Rainbow Road in this movie, though, yeah. and we got to see some Mario Kart, dude. Exactly, it's- yeah. That was huge it- for me. I was like... Yeah, I- man. That, that went up a few tiers when I saw them kind of like do a little lean to that. Because like I said, to me, when I think when I think of Mario, I think Mario Kart. You know what I mean? When I hear Mario, someone talk about Mario and Luigi, I just like that to me is... Because well, yeah, I didn't play heaps of games, but like mm. I said, that was my favorite and I can play it all the time. It's just a game yeah, that like, I, I, don't, I just love. They seem to have done... So when this first got announced, like, ages ago, I was really worried that they were going to do the thing where, you know, especially because of the studio that's making it, and we'll get back to the studio that's making it because I do want to talk about that as well. But, like, yeah. I was a bit worried that they were just going to take the characters of from Mario and put them into a story that isn't really a Mario story. Like, mm-hmm. they were just going to use those characters and just yeah. make a movie out of that. But, they, they, I mean, they seem to be pulling a shit ton of inspiration from from the actual games like i don't know if you noticed but in that second trailer when peach is in her castle the stained glass window from mario 64 Mm -hmm. is in the background you know the the paintings on the wall from mario 64 Mm -hmm. in the background like that little platforming bit where mario is doing and there's all those little you know the the spinning flame wheels and the bullet bills and the the disappearing platforms like it's all there dude like it Mm -hmm. it it really feels like the the team behind this is just being like has has gone to Nintendo and said, "Hey, can we use everything?" I mean, like even that Donkey Kong that bit in the start where uh, Mario is rushing to you know fight Donkey Kong. Like, I just got Super Smash Brothers vibes. Like immediately, mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh, this looks like Super Smash Brothers." So, man, I'm I'm pretty hyped for this movie. It looks like they're gonna do a pretty decent job of it. You see, yeah, and, and that's what, like, I'm so excited to see, the like, the world building they do in it and just see what they make, but I am worried about what the storyline, like, are they just, is it going to be too easy or are they just, like, this, I don't know. That's what, like, I'm worried about these type of shows is the story, like, what's the storyline going to be? Yeah, I, I 100% agree, and I'm I'm a little bit, not upset, maybe upset's the right word, but I think it, it all draws back to the, the, the Chris Pratt Mario is that Mario seems like a bit of a fuckhead in this. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of klutzy and doing dumb shit. Where like Mario in the games is like the hero. I mean, he's Mario. He's, you know, he's the, the, the 
pinnacle of mm-hmm. heroism in this in this world. He's always there to save the day with a with a wicked jump and a and a mean punch. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I just I just don't know why they've decided to make him a bumbling idiot and also get him voiced by a bumbling idiot. Who's also, I think, and this is allegedly pretty sure Chris Pratt's like a fucking men's rights dude. Like he's not, maybe not a men's rights dude, but I'm pretty sure he's like a, you know, women belong in the kitchen and, you know, men are, men are the, the hierarchy of, of relationship goes men and then women. You know what I mean? Like this is all conjecture and allegedly. I also, (laughs) I also remember he's a, he's a Minnesota boy as well, actually. Oh no. Oh no. Um, I remember seeing one thing on TMZ when I don't oh man do you remember the channel Go on you know, on on Australian mm-hmm. free to air TV yeah yeah so anytime I had a sick day from school which was pretty often I barely ever went to school to be honest um, Go would have like cartoons till nine thirty and then it would be TMZ after that and for some reason I just always watched TMZ when I was off sick and I remember seeing Chris Pratt on TMZ coming through the airport in like full hunter camouflage gear you know and he he goes up and the the tmz guys there you know like oh chris Pratt, what's going on oh yeah and he's oh yeah mate just come back from a hunting trip do you do you want some do you want some venison um jerky like some deer jerky and he just like pulled out deer jerky from his bag that like of a fresh kill or anything like that and ever since i saw that i was like i don't fucking like you chris pratt the fuck are you walking through an airport with fucking fresh made deer jerky in your bag who the fuck are you like what? No, fucking just be normal. You can't. Anywho, <laughs> but like right, he, probably, like, he, he is popping hate, bro. Like I'm just looking. I just typed in Chris Pratt, and it's like a couple of articles is like the internet still hates Chris Pratt as Mario in the new trailer. Yeah, dude. Like it's ah oh, man. It seems every like... everyone sounds awesome, but Mario. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the the fake Italian kind of accent that yeah, he's doing, like no. the the little. The little wahoo we get at the end of it when he does the you know, the yep. sick drift on the cart mm-hmm. and he's like wahoo! I'm like no, no can't. Because I'm like, why, why do shows get actors to act like if 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 like for example, there's a show um where they like get Aussie like you know someone into doing Aussie accent, they don't get an Australian actor. And then they try to do an Aussie accent and it sounds like shit. Which is insane too because you know how many fucking Australian actors are in like LA and Hollywood? Like we send Mm. all the best actors over there. Like Mm -hmm. basically for an Australian actor, all you've got to do is be on one season of Home and Way, go to LA, make it big. That's all you've got to do. There's so many fucking Aussies over there trying to make it. But no, they just hire fucking Yanks to do bad Australian accents that always sound way more South African than Australian or somehow weirdly New Zealand. I don't know how people get New Zealand and Australian accents confused. They're very different. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's just wild. And that just, so it's like, why did they get an, why didn't they get an Italian actor? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm picking my brain now for Italian actors that I could think that could do a better job than Chris Pratt, but I honestly well, think anyone could probably do a better even job if, than Chris Pratt. Even if there's like um like they're they're American, but their parents are Italian, there'll be shitloads in America. So they understand, like you know, they can do the accent a lot better than he's just like a Amer- a white guy from Minnesota doing an Italian yeah. accent. 
Like what? You know who? You know who should have played Mario. You know who should have? They should have got to voice Mario. They, it should have just been Danny DeVito. He dude is living yeah, Mario. He true. is Mario. He it should have just been fucking Devito, just doing Devito shit, and just give him free reign. Don't even make him do an accent. Just be okay in this in this one. Mario just sounds like Danny Devito, and we've all got to live with it. I like, yes, guarantee you, bro. no one would be angry at that. No one would be angry at that. Everyone and would just be like, yeah, okay, cool, fucking Devito. And then Charlie is Luigi because of perfect. Um, it's always sunny. They they've worked perfect. together for like t- set like oh. 15 years or something from on Sunny yeah. or how many seasons they have, they would be perfect. Yeah, They'd have a weird little connection. I'd love it. But no, it's okay. the fucking blandest white dude in Hollywood. Mm. Ugh, fucking hell. Okay, I do want to talk about the studio behind this movie. So the studio that is uh, um, animating this movie and producing it is Illumination Studios. Now, have mm-hmm. you watched many of the Illumination movies before? I've got a list here in front of me. We've got... Uh, they do the Lorax, Despicable Me, the Minions movies, Secret Life of Pets, Sing. They did the animated The Grinch from 2018. Um, mm-hmm. They've done Sing 2, Secret Life of Pets 2, Minions Rise of Gru. Um, are you? Do you vibe any of those movies? Like, uh, like I, mm-hmm. I, I know your taste in kids' movies, and I think you have a, a pretty good taste when it comes to to animated movies. I mean. Um, was it Soul? Was your one of your favorite movies? No, it wasn't Soul. It was um oh Co- Coco. Coco, yeah, which is a you know a moving emotional roller coaster of a movie that mm. fucking rips your heart out when you're watching it. Yeah, Have, still d- like d- top three favorite movies. But yeah, I've I've watched pretty much. I'm not, I've watched pretty much every one of those movies you've said, bar like Sing Two and that. But I've watched yeah pretty much all of the the first ones, Minions and. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Secret Life of Pets didn't really care too much for that. Um, yeah, no, nah, that I was the Lorax that's such one. A that was pretty movie. cool. That has Danny. The DeVito Lorax in it, was good. It? Yeah, I think Danny DeVito plays is, the Lorax. That is him. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, starring Danny DeVito. Oh, it's also got Ed Helms, Zac Efron, Taylor Swift, uh, Rob Riggie. Yeah, Betty White. Betty White's in that movie. True. That's crazy. I have to rewatch that because I haven't watched in a while. But um, Sing, I quite like Sing as well because um, for some I, weird reason. Fucking hate that movie with a Dude, burning I, passion. I, I don't know. I cannot stand like it. it. Nah, like I think Illumination makes some of the weakest kids movies like coming out for sure. Like I hate the Minions movies. Do I think you? Even just, the first one. Hate them. I think they're I the, the lowest. One. I remember when the first one came out. We were doing. Oh god, do you remember when? Um, when I was doing youth group and we used to do uh, a Lanthrax night, which was like a 24 hour gaming night where you'd all bring in, you know, your gaming PCs, the Xbox, mm-hmm. you'd hook them all up and you'd play video games all night. Yeah. I remember they put, it must've been, God, when did it come out? Yeah. It would have been one of the last ones we ever did. I think it was like, yeah, it would have been like 2010. So it would have been probably the last Lanthrax party we ever had. And, um, they put on Despicable Me like in the background on a big projector and there was like a bunch of people watching it. And all I remember for like the next 12 hours of that Lanthrax party was everyone going around running, uh, everyone going around yelling, uh, it's so fluffy at everything because it's like a line from that movie mm-hmm. where the, the little girl gets like a unicorn and she goes like, it's so fluffy, I want to die. Uh, and I, oh, that's all I remember is just people screaming that for 12 hours at a, at yeah. a Lanthrax party. And I was just like, man, 
I fucking hope they never make any more of these movies. And then they made like four more. I mean, I think the Minion memes have a, a, a lot to answer for for the success of that movie because I don't know if you remember the early 2012s and the 2013s, but man, Minion memes were popping back in the oh, day. Yeah. Hard out. Well, and there's mm. still those um teenagers that like, you know, how they get dressed up in suits and they all go and like rent out a whole thing and take bananas in. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Hey, prop store, man. That's pretty cool. I mean, like, yeah, it's weird, man. But it's cool. It's, like, it's fucking. They you do, do you. You thing. do you guys. Hmm. I mean, I love a tradition. I do love a tradition. I'm a sucker for any sort of nonsensical, you know, outfit plus activity. I, I, I love it. I love any time a group of people decides to dress up for an activity that doesn't require dressing up. It's I don't know. That that really gets me. Um, yeah, hard. So yeah, it, okay. So it's them that are doing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, okay. they've got a. Mm. I mean, they do have a good track record commercially. Mm. I mean, Despicable Me grossed uh, nine hundred and seventy million dollars. Okay. Um, Despicable Me three uh, had a total gross of over one billion dollars. So like their movies make money, dude. They make money. But, okay, now this is where I'm worried. That, again, their storylines in those movies, like, I like the... They're not Coco. To me, Coco, like, the storyline's perfect. But that's just mm. me being biased. But those other movies that you've all said, I feel like they're... Um, like, their storyline isn't that... Oh, I don't know. It's not as good. Yeah, they're just weaker, I think, story. And I think mm. the comedy that they use, like, the the comedy in those movies isn't ever that funny like i think my my Mm. kids enjoy my kids enjoy minions but i think it's mainly because like minions are basically just like modern day um oh i can't even make what the modern day what are those dudes that were like the the three guys that were like all slapstick and they used to do the like poking each other's eyes and smacking each other's with ladders and stuff like that the black and white fuck what are those guys yeah what are those oh my god people are screaming at us right now um, oh, not Dumb and Dumber. Cause I know it's definitely not Dumb and Dumber, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to work out loud here. Three Stooges. <laughs> three Stooges, yeah. It's just like modern day Three Stooges. Like they're just, yeah. you know, slapsticky kind of funny um, visual kind of comedy gags. I, I just, I've never vibed with it. I don't think it's as, as funny as like some, like especially some of the other kids movies that come out now. Like um, I'm just trying to think of one I've watched recently that was actually quite funny. Um, um, drawing a blank. Can't think of a kids movie that is <laughs> oh, funny. No. Um, googling kids movies right now. There's definitely some funny ones. Oh, Sea Beast was really funny. Oh, The Bad Guys. The Bad Guys is a very funny kids movie. Oh, I've never watched it. Yeah, it's very good, man. I fucking I vibe that hard. Um, Enchanted. You know that that Disney movie that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Last year that was really good. Luca was really good, man. Turning Red. Like, Disney is still making very funny, very wholesome mm-hmm. kids movies. But I think, like, Illumination is making stupid, slapsticky kind of watch once and forget about it, if mm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, man, I just... I think visually this movie is looking fantastic. So, Illumination yeah. oh, is clearly yeah. making it look amazing. Like, the the... The worlds, the backgrounds, all the character faces, everything looks fucking great. Yeah. I'm just worried that it's not going to... It's going to follow that same sort of sense of mm-hmm. humor as the Minions movies, and I'm just not going to vibe with that. 
Yeah. I just don't think I'm going to vibe with it at all. But I hope that, yeah, just we'll probably be able to push through it in the sense of, like, the world building, like, how it all looks. Like, yeah, the animation of it. Like, it looks, like you said, really beautiful. So I think that's... And finding little Easter eggs, that's probably what's going to push, like, push it over the edge to be maybe a rewatch show yeah. instead of, like, a never watch it again. I'm hoping, anyway. Well, I mean... I think I think definitely just as people with nostalgia for the uh, the Mario franchises and you know we've grown up with these video games we play Mario Kart all the time like I think just that will be enough to get us over the line of enjoying this movie but yeah. whether it's you know uh, an enjoyment followed by multiple rewatches over the years you know whether mm. it enters into the I don't know if you do the same thing but I've got like a rotation of like fifteen movies that I'll just watch every year basically. Yeah. Every year for, for the last five years, I've watched basically the five same fifteen movies um, on repeat, pretty yep. like pretty often. Like I'm yeah. still I'm still watching Now You See Me and Now You See Me Two. Like I don't know every three months. <laughs> like I Jeez. fucking love those movies. They're such good movies, dude. I fucking love those movies so much. The first Ghost Rider movie, fuck, I've watched that so many times. It's objectively oh a terrible God. movie, but mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah, I haven't watched those movies. Those movies I've watched once. And oh, dude. They're like on my burn list. Why didn't they give Nick Cage Mario? Could you imagine Nick Cage just fucking yuppying it up as Mario in this movie? I'd take that over Chris Pratt any day of the mm. week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but has he has 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 he done um, movies like voice? this? Like vo- just voice? Oh, I can't think of... Um, I'm Googling. I'm Googling right now. I can't think of a of a voice acting... Hmm. Movie that Nick Cage has done, because that <laughs> probably would be his thing. Oh no, he was in he was um, uh, noir Spider Man in Enter the Spider Verse. He was fucking amazing as that. Did you watch Enter okay. the Spider Verse? Nah, I didn't. Oh, dude, fantastic Spider Man movie. Like okay. all time, all time great Spider Man movies. Amazing. A hundred percent. You should watch that. Let just for the soundtrack alone. I mean, Post Malone did the soundtrack for that, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I I do know that. So, yeah, okay, he's mm. in that. Yeah, so he should Okay, yeah, that actually could have been. Yeah, man. man, we should be working for Hollywood, you know. Oh, dude, we we've already given whoever, two good picks. I I I guarantee you the casting for for this movie like for for the Super Mario Brothers movies was just one dude who owed Chris Pratt a favor just being like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, okay." Yeah, okay. Just like Hollywood fucking Hollywood elites just rubbing each other's backs and Chris Pratt is the the talk of the town at the moment so they're just throwing movies at him left right and center. Cuz well, he's I, like I, he's he's what married or engaged to Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold Schwarzenegger. How do you say his last name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I know it's like it's almost a slur <laughs> so you're like I don't know. I was like crazy. am I saying this right? Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um isn't he yeah, he's married to his daughter or like is dating her? Yeah, wasn't he also? He was engaged to like um, Anna. Who was? Yeah, um, Anna, Anna Frey, Anna. Anna Ferris. Ferris. Something Anna like Fa- that. Anna Ferris. There we go. Hey, we don't do research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to Anna Ferris, who's like a bombshell of a woman. She's so hot. Um, yeah. she's got a real mousy face. I'm into it. Um, I, I think, 
regardless of what this movie does, we know one thing for sure, and that is it's definitely going to eclipse the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie, um, which is a pile of dog shit. Have you ever watched that movie? No, I, I haven't actually watched it, eh? Dude, it's a live-action movie starring the late Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Denise Hopper. Um, it is fucking awful. I highly recommend mm. you watch it only for the fact of how bad it is. And, okay. like, hey, it's watch. barely a Mario movie. It's it's a Mario movie in the fact that the main character is called Mario and that there's some weird fucking dinosaur Goombas in there. Like, it's fucking bizarre, dude. We watched it... Dude, we we watched it... On a on our way to Great Aussie Bush Camp, which was like a, a bush camp, yeah. like a, a school excursion thing, we watched it on the bus, um, and it was like a four hour drive or a five hour drive, and we just watched it like twice back to back, like finished Sorry. it, put it back in, rewound like rewound the DVD. You don't need to rewind DVDs, but like just fucking <laughs> whacked it back in, yeah. play from the start again, watched it twice, and then on the way back did it again. So we watched that movie four times in the space of, like, four days. It's the worst movie, dude. I hated it so much. It's all yeah, nightmare okay. fuel, too. Like, everything's so ugly and distorted. It's, like, Is set it? in, like, a dystopian future uh, in, like, Dino Hatton, like a, a version of Manhattan that's invaded by dinosaurs or something. Like, it's fucking that so dumb. Stupid. That sounds It's so dumb. dumb. It's yeah, it's so dumb. So we we know this one's going to be better than that one. You know, the yeah, new exactly. one's obviously going to be better. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, fingers crossed. I think I'm cautiously optimistic about this movie, though, and I think that I think that's your vibe too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But I'm going to go and watch it at the cinemas. Definitely. It's that that and the new Avatar are on the two. Like, definitely going to watch at in the cinema. Oh, dude, I can't wait to watch James Cameron's second Avatar movie. I'm oh. weirdly so excited for that because I think it's either going to be amazing or the biggest pile of shit ever released. Well, I th- here's the thing. I think, like, yeah, uh, just the pictures, the pictures again are going to pull it, like, just the quality and the, the water scenes are going to pull it through. That's all I really want to see. I don't really care about the storyline. I just want to see how beautiful, like, all the underwater scenes are going to be and stuff. I mean, the first Avatar movie has the worst storyline and the most predictable storyline of any movie. It's, mm. it's such a tried and true trope that it's it's not even a fucking movie, really. It's just a visual experience. I mean, no. the only reason I yeah, saw that movie exactly. three times in cinema is that the 3D was amazing and I wanted to see how high I could get to enjoy it. And each time I got progressively more high and it was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, good. So, yeah, we'll just see anyway. Uh, um, we should wrap up there before we lose this connection because it sounds like it's pissing down on your end. Really? It's definitely yeah. not. <laughs> oh, really? It, all I can hear is like rain in the background. I don't know what that is, but there's some, some funky internet connection going on right now, but it oh, is fine. Stink. We've been going for the time. It's all good. Um. As we said at the top of the episode, make sure you go check out What's Your Obsession. Uh, me and Callum do the weekly. It comes out, I think, on the same day this podcast comes out. And it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy making it with you, brother. And honestly, yeah, I... the highlight of most of my weeks is sitting down and having a yarn to you. I fucking miss you every day, dude. Hi, brother. No, it's all, it's always good. Like, we always just spin yarns. And, we, and this is why What's Your Obsession is so good. Like we said at the start, we come in with 
no research and what we're obsessed with. And then we end up, like, as you can see from this episode, we end up talking about random stuff. We just end up down this little weird wormhole of, um, yeah, for getting off topic and forgetting what we're talking about. So if, if you enjoyed that, come over and listen to What's Your Obsession oh, dude. and we'll spin some more yarns. We are mere passengers aboard the yarn train and we just go wherever that fucker <laughs> thing's up. going. Choo, choo, yep. chugger, get the fuck on. Hard out. Train is leaving yeah. the platform. That is what is happening. Uh, make sure you are leaving a review, rate, review, get this podcast out there. If you enjoy this, tell a friend, get them involved. Uh, we've got big plans coming for 2023 and make sure you're involved coming into the new year because, you know, 2023, that's the year of the dorks, baby. We're bringing it back fucking hard, dude. Dorktown yeah. is going to rule this world. Oh, Everyone's yeah. going to be a fucking member of Dorktown by the end of this. Hard out, man. I can't that's wait. That's how we're doing it. All right, Callum, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you as always. Um, uh, there's only one thing I love more than talking to you, and that's being able to stare into your beautiful, beautiful face as I do it. So, again, absolute pleasure, my dude. Do you want to sign us off there, brother? Yep, too easy, brother. But, yeah, thanks again for having me on. Like, I always love coming on to Dorktown and having a yarn to everyone. But, um, but yeah, I just hope everyone has a bloody beautiful day. Um, this is how I usually like to... I, Oh, yeah, you put me on a bit of a stop, uh, a spot, spot here. Like here, I can't even talk anymore. I'm like, on, on our podcast, I've usually got it going. Well, I kind of just like make it up as I go. But I, I think I'll leave you with like a the way I kind of end the um, what's your obsession pod. Just, just everyone, just have a bloody deadly day, deadly morning, deadly afternoon, whatever time you're listening. Just have a fucking deadly one from the boys. Much love. Oh, my God.